Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to another enlightening episode of Aligned and Thriving, your go-to destination for holistic wellness and a journey towards optimal health. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. Jeremy Bullimore, and whether you're a first-time listener or returning friend, we want to extend our heartfelt thanks for joining our community. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay tuned for future episodes and to be sure to connect with us on social media for the latest updates. As always, my esteemed, vivacious, new, fresh haircutted colleague, <laughs> Dr. Anthony Evans. Still going with the vivacious for 2024. You know, it just it works, man. It was a good year of uh, the vivaciousness. So it, let's it, stay with it. I, I, I'm trying to think of another verb. Vivacious. It, it skirts on the maybe vague inappropriate doesn't fit does it not in this context um but it's you know it's whatever we're gonna we're gonna roll with it i'll i might try to come up with a new one next 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 episode i like it i like it a lot so this is gonna be a fun episode we don't have any major health topics to cover but we wanted to talk a little bit about the journey that we've been on for the last year. And as we're launching into 2024, it's January, 2024, and we've made some changes, some tweaks, some additions to the clinic. And we want to kind of share that with our listener community and uh, share how excited we are for this new year. Cause we've got some, some cool stuff that we're doing and things that we have really refined, I think over the last um, many months to get uh, prepared for, for 2024. So yeah, totally. Yeah. So do we want to kind of give a brief little recap on where we were, where we are, as far as the clinic goes? Do you, should we talk about, I think we should touch on that. Let's. Yeah. I mean, cause it, it has been an evolution of us kind of really spending some mental time trying to figure out what could be what we think is one of the best models to deliver care yeah. in. What are the right services, the right people, um, the right group of people to kind of do that. And we've been constantly trying to refine that and make it better and better. And we're, it's still a work in progress, but yeah. Um, yeah, we set out to kind of do things a little bit differently, um, being practitioners that have been in the field for quite a while now. Uh, we weren't brand new and we'd kind of seen and experienced different things, especially at the corporation, getting to work kind of in a team care model. Um, so yeah, we've grown from, we're on our second location just in one year. Um, July. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it has been about July now since we moved into this new space Yeah, and we're able to offer a lot more things. And so, um, what started out as just chiropractic and musculoskeletal health has expanded into a complete holistic wellness minded approach. Um, so now we offer kind of a concert of different things to try to cover that, you know, the way you eat, move and think. and um, still have a wonderful counselor in the office. I know he's been on one of our episodes. He'll probably be on one of our next upcoming episodes. Mm-hmm. When we talk about the think well component and that is, uh, Aaron Mitchum from analog counseling. And so he's a huge ad- addition to the practice. And uh, I think in this next year, we're really going to start to unpack what he has to offer and his approach and, and how he may be helping individuals that are struggling with some kind of past trauma, current trauma, 
um, addiction, abuse, all kinds of fun stuff that, you know, with the right individual, you can really kind of overcome. So um, I'm really excited to have him still with us going into 2024. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm, 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 I'm pumped to get really a little bit more granular on what, you know, on, on picking his brain a little bit. I, um, went back and, and re-listened to our initial or our first episode with Aaron. And I remember when we were going through that and we're recording that there was, it was a lot of the information. It took me a while to kind of process that. And so yeah. I had to go back and I had to listen and I've got, yeah, I've got I've He's got some wealth of knowledge. Yeah, I've got some yeah. some questions that I I think will be good, but it, I think it'll also open up some different avenues that you know that we can explore. Um, yeah, I mean, so many people there's some kind of emotional barrier there yeah. from them, whether it's just trying to make some lifestyle changes or maybe dealing with something really serious that's you know holding their whole life back. And so um, he's just so great in that space, and so. I think we'll have him on several times in the next year to really yeah. start to share that content and information and approach with people and then help people really find out, you know, how to get help if they need to. So, well, one thing I want to kind of, I think I, I, I want everybody to know, you know, when we talk about, or when we were talking about and talking about currently, you know, kind of where we were, we, we had started our clinic um, and for those of you who came in, you know this, um, but for those of you who not are, are listening, we were in a, what, a two-room small suite uh, in downtown Overland Park, and we were trying to yep. accommodate and trying to, to make a multi, multi, <laughs> multiple practitioner uh, setting out of one treatment room, and we you know, we basically had a flip flop times that we were there and it was, it was, you know, like ships passing in the night when we would come, we would, one would, one of us would get there, the other one would leave and a lot of working from home. Right, right, right. We yeah. would, we would have, you we know, a beautiful view though. We did have a good view of the downtown. It, I, I do miss, yeah. uh, I do miss the windows and seeing kind of the downtown Overland Park area. That was cool. Um, so now we've, we've graduated, you know, from that we're, we're in a, what do we have? One, two, three, four, five room location where yeah, each of us have our own room. Yeah. Um, you know, like Dr. Evans was mentioning, uh, Aaron Mitchum has a, a room in our clinic and then, uh, Ruby Nicole, uh, massage therapist with what is the name of whole of mind body. Okay. Yeah. So she's even done a rebranding since joining with us and really expanding uh, the borders of what she's offering as well. Yeah. So she's got a wonderful practice and a lot to offer. And uh, she's another great addition to the practice. Yeah, so. I was I was talking to her the last week about um, about the podcast and, and having her on. And I was like, yeah. you know, I think a great topic for you to come on is to talk about Reiki. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally don't know a whole lot about Reiki. I know some, I don't know a whole lot about Reiki. So I'm, I'm interested to, to sink my teeth into, to hearing more about that. Yeah. She's uh she's got a long list of things that she offers and, uh, I think we should definitely have her on, uh, this year to kind of unpack some more yeah. of that because she definitely brings some of the energy and, um, 
even some Chinese medicine into it as yeah, well. So, yeah, she's studying yeah. some some Chinese medicine and hoping to incorporate that a little bit more into her. Yeah, we're still doing uh, neurofeedback, but we've kind of made a little bit of a tweak on that. But uh, we still see great value both personally and uh, for our practice members uh, for the neurofeedback. They're dealing with stress or ADHD or mm -hmm. um, anxiety, all those kind of things. They're just trying to improve cognitive function. That's the reason we go over there. So uh, Lisa's still kind of on the wings, so to speak, of how we're doing things. So mm -hmm. great to still have that as well. And then, um, yeah, so what else? So that's kind of where we were at and where we've been. Um, yeah, still looking at expanding and yeah, and uh, trying to bring some things. I've got some ideas of things that may be to come, but don't want to bring those up just quite yet right, until right. they uh, come to fruition. But um yeah. So let's talk about some of the things we do know that are coming up that you've already started to bring into your practice flow here. Yeah. So we have partnered. I like the word partner. We're going to use that. Partnered with a, a company called Kenote. They deploy a, a 3D movement analysis technology. Um, so basically, we, we've got a camera that we utilize, um, we'll take people through what we would call a movement assessment. And that, that camera captures those movements and provides us with a analysis on the quality of said movement. Um, I'm not 100% sure the total amount of movements that we can actually assess but the ones that i've identified um, at this moment that i think provide the most information um, that is going to give us what we call a movement health report is their 16 maneuvers and, and really what we're you know what i envision with the use of this is in musculoskeletal health you know, care is, and I've said this, we've said this on, I think our chiropractic episode, musculoskeletal health, we work backwards. We wait till a problem, you know, arises, and then we, you know, kind of work, you know, essentially kind of back through that. And, and we want to use this technology as a way to start the conversation to create some information on where an individual is at as far as how well do they move at this point in time and hopefully pinpoint potential areas of limitation that we can enhance before they start causing problems where they may be asymptomatic but hey this isn't moving all that well we need to start working on that um and, and kind of going from there and yeah i i love it because you know i I love doing labs and getting data on individuals. So yeah. this gives us some data uh, to kind of baseline and then evaluate progress over time, Yep. you know, in these global movements and stuff to say, hey, wow, this is really improving. We can see it here. And, uh, you know, I think data is good. Yeah, I, I think it's the more information you have, the more... Um, the the more changes, the the... I think the better you can, the message can be received and you can provide a, a clear message to the why, um, to why we're doing this, why it's necessary. I think that's, you know, with, you know, how this clinic is set up where 
we want to change how you eat, move, and think. I, I think this is one piece to the puzzle in enhancing how people move um, and optimizing, you know, optimizing their life where, you know. Yeah, I mean, sometimes we're just trying to get people to move more, but if their quality of movement's not great, then that's another limitation or barrier like you were talking about that sometimes leads to more injuries. And so um, that's important to keep an eye on as well. But then yeah. we're always trying to be preventative and predictive to say, hey, like this limitation could put you in a position to get hurt. Let's try to work on that prior to the injury, you know, right. so you never even have the injury, which I think is great. Right, right. Um, and it's just fun. It's fun being able to see, you know, how your body's actually moving and kind of step back and the software kind of shows you that a little bit too, which is mm -hmm. kind of eye-opening to go, mm -hmm. well, I had no idea that, right. you know, when I bend over, I'm turning twist in the wrong way or whatever to yeah. kind of compensate. So you can see those compensatory changes too. So that's fun. And uh, is that something you're bringing into every new patient you see now? So that's the goal is every new patient we see will take them through a movement analysis. Um, I envision it being very specific for what they're coming in for. Um, and then as we progress and they improve, we can en enhance upon that. But but really, I want I want to I want everybody to come through regardless of where they're at. I I think the more people we a capture this information and provide this information out, the more we can help the community as far as how can I enhance you know you my ability to move. Um, as far as interpretation of of the results, um, we can get super granular and and kind of go through it. Um, we are still partnering with, with David Albers, um, our kind of movement, uh, specialists where he can parse some of this information out. Um, but even if you just want the report, I mean, you can come in, go through the, go through the screen. I can provide you, email you the report. Um, and then you can get it to, you know, if you're a trainer, if you have a trainer you're working with, like they can parse that information you know, they can yeah, kind of I mean, decipher that cool information. Into, you know, Olympic lifting or something, or yeah. just to see, you know, get some measurements, right. get some data on how you're, how you're moving and stuff. But yeah. when you were saying more specific, you're, you mean like if you came in for low back pain, there's probably some low back mobility. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, then... so trying to target in, instead of, you know, really going through the, like the full body kind of movement assessment, I want it you know, those divisions. And this is on an individual by individual basis and, and what, you know, what's going to be best suited for kind of for that in for that individual. And, and, okay. um, but yeah, usually if it's, I want to, you know, if they're coming in for this, I want to target kind of that specific area, so uh, first just to get a mobility scan basically is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. If so if they just want to come in for that, yeah. we're going to go through the whole, the whole, sh the whole shebang. Um, but if they're coming in for something for spit, something specific for treatment, um, chiropractic wise or, or working, uh, with David on something, then we can, we can focus in on that and then kind of branch out. Nice. Branch out from there. So, and it's spine, it's extremities, it's whole body. Yeah. 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 Right. So, yeah. So without getting too into the weeds, you know, we're going to look at neck. We're going to look at um, kind of how your spine moves, shoulders, hip movement. Um, and then there's some 
some global uh, bigger movements that we'll look at that um, tries to capture information on how how every you know movements that everybody does in a day in and day out life. Right. Um, squatting, functional. Uh, stepping, functional you know kind of functional things. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good starting point. It's you know I'll be honest. Yeah. It's not. It's not perfect. Right. Um, it's not diagnostic. Right? No, yeah, it's, it's not diagnostic, and, and that's not the goal. Data. That's not yeah. the goal of this. It, the goal is we need to start having conversations on, you know, like I said in the beginning, on 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 opportunities, you know, that we can improve this and, and you know, enhancing and, and allowing people to move, you know, throughout life and even even later into the life, later into their lives, the more information we have now the better we can help them along that, you know, that whole journey, you know, through health. Yep. No, it's going to be fun. Yeah. We've been playing with that. I'm excited to see the re-exams and stuff like that down the road and kind of see the improvement. Same. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk, let's talk a little bit about what you've been up to in kind of the functional medicine space without getting too deep into that some of the things that you've done or that you're doing now compared to you know i guess last uh, year what we're looking forward to this year we've been constantly trying to figure out the best way to deliver functional medicine to the public you know obviously underlying premise of functional medicine is try to get to the root cause Mm -hmm. but we really did understand based on looking at you know other practices in the community, stories from our, our members that have been other places, and just our own experiences working with people and trying to make lifestyle changes was that there wasn't a lot of support and implementation and empowerment to help people actually make these changes and get that foundation in place. And so through you know a lot of trial and error and trying to sort things out, I feel like we've landed on a really, really amazing high value um, way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And it really is a personalized, customized, all-inclusive type program that's designed for each individual as they come in based on what's going on to try to get to the underlying causes and then help work through that journey with the patient, um, supporting them with everything they need. So that way there's a higher probability of success, there's greater outcomes. And, uh, those outcomes become kind of lifelong versus just this kind of immediate or short term kind of benefit that then doesn't become a lifelong thing. So there's a lot of education involved in that. Um, it's supported with health coaching and uh, doctor visits and, and everything that we do. But um, I feel like we've got a really strong model to really help people regain their health, maintain their health, or maybe just optimize themselves so that way they don't end up with a health crisis Mm -hmm. some people that we see are already in a pretty good place they just need to kind of dial a few things in and then have that knowledge to work with going forward and that's that's a fun demographic that are already you know maybe a little bit younger and they're thinking about hey i don't want what mom and dad or grandma and grandpa you know have in the future so i'm going to take you know kind of a proactive approach and and that's that's ideal um even the individuals that we get to work with that are kind of pre-marriage, pre-conception, you know, that's a great space to be in if you're thinking about your health in your 20s and 30s before you're, you know, kind of burned yourself out through your career and kids and all of that kind of stuff. And then you're trying to regain your health. But we certainly work with a lot of people that are um, 
kind of in the mid zone to end zone of, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm gaining on retirement here. Yeah. I want to regain my health so that I can then go enjoy life and do all the fun things I want to do and have the energy and tenacity to do it. Um, so yeah, we've been tweaking the way we do it. And I think we've landed on a good approach to where, um, you understand what the investment is up front and everything that we're going to do. And we kind of got you during that period of time. You don't have to stress about any additional, you know, financial obligations or features. And so we can, it allows us to just give you an abundance of care in all ways during that time frame. So yeah, seems to be going really well. Um, patients seem to be really enjoying it a lot more. And uh, it's nice to just get everything you need without the constraints of, you know, an insurance company or yeah. all of those kind of things too. So, so is the kind of the prevailing, I mean, I don't know a whole lot of, you're the really one of the only functional medicine providers that I know of. I know a few people that I guess kind of do, but I don't know kind of how their programs. So I guess the kind of the prevailing approach is, yeah, I mean, everybody provide labs and, and yeah. give the information and then give you stuff to to do to fix kind of said labs and 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 there's some there's some brilliant docs even here in town you know and and everybody does things a little bit differently mm -hmm. but uh it, sometimes functional med could be a little heavy on the labs a little heavy on supplementation a little heavy on here's a whole lot of things you need to go do now to change your health and um you know it could be overwhelming yeah. For someone to go, okay, we just went over all of this data, all these labs. I don't understand any of it. And he said to her, she said, to, you know, I need to stop this. I need to go do this. I need to go shop for this here. And they're just kind of overwhelmed. So then you get this analysis paralysis kind of thing. I was getting ready to say that. Yeah. And then it's really, if you can't put it into action and break it down and have somebody kind of walk with you to do it, then some people don't do anything because it's just, it's overwhelmed. And then you're kind of a little unhappy because you've, you've spent some significant money usually at this time and uh, you don't have the help. It's really the, the back end stuff that I think is really the magic. And uh, I find that most, you know, 70, 80% improvement can be made by these lifestyle factors. So yeah, we've kind of taken a little different approach of like, let's help get the foundation in place. Let's look at the way you eat, move and think first, yeah. you know, with some basic testing which I, I say basic, it's really not basic. It's much more comprehensive <laughs> than what you're probably getting, you know, at your medical doctor, mm -hmm. but, you know, you know, pretty more streamlined and focused. And then let's see if we can help you make these lifestyle changes first. And then let's see where we go. Do we need to do further testing? Do we still have things going on? Many times, a lot of the issues start to resolve. The body starts healing and repairing, and we might not need to test more, or we may not need to go as further or the testing that we do do is much more accurate because it doesn't look like everything is on fire yeah. like it does in the beginning. Maybe there's some benefit to that because it, you know, it's kind of more shocking or whatever to the patient. But ultimately, I think it's just better. I feel like I have more integrity by let's do the lifestyle stuff first yeah. and really help you do that. The other factor with that is, you know, if we, there's certain things we can do to kind of prop you up, make you feel better short term immediately or whatnot. Medicine's really good at that. And so if you kind of take away everything initially with the supplement or even a medication or something, then you're less apt to want to do the lifestyle stuff because you're like, well, I, I feel a little bit better. So I'm yeah. just not going to change the way I eat, move and think. 
and I'll just keep going about my business. And so you're really not getting any better. We're just kind of artificially propping you up. So, right. Which could be the driving force in how they got to the situation right. that they're in, in the first place where, Mm-hmm. You know, they're burning it at one end, but they're going to try to do. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that's know. the danger with some of the medications and stuff. It's, you know, the medicines are complicated and sometimes there's side effects, but it also gives you this false sense of like, oh, this is fixed, right? Like right. my blood pressure is lower because I'm taking a lower, you know, high blood pressure lowering medicine. So now I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And then you're really not because you're still doing all the lifestyle stuff that probably gave you high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. The stressors are all still there. Um, we're just bringing that down artificially with the medication. And so time goes on, you know, no change happens. And then you're probably worse off down the road than you would have been had you have actually addressed why do you have high blood pressure in the first place? You know? Right. So you get a little false sense of security, I think, that could be kind of dangerous. So we try to peel that back, but then give you the support to really, you know, make the changes and understand, you know, I think a big part of what we do is the educational piece is really trying to give the right information and help people understand and learn enough about their body and what's good and what's not good so that they can navigate the maze on their own and kind of be their own doctor long-term. Yeah. You know, I think that's super powerful. We use a phrase a lot called, you know, if you've heard the, I think it's a Chinese proverb about, you know, giving a man a fish, you feed him for a day, but if you teach a man to fish, like you can, he can feed himself for a lifetime. And that's kind of what we're trying to do is take that approach, you know, and, evolve the patient in the process. So they're co-laboring with us and uh, we're just kind of mentoring and guiding them through the, through the process. You know, I think every chiropractor, medical doctor, I think people in health get into it obviously to help people. And I think we always say, Hey, if I'm out of a job because nobody shows up, that means I've done my job correctly. I've educated somebody to take care of themselves um, to where they, you know, kind of don't need me. So it's, it's kind of a, uh, I guess a poor business model, if you really think about it, Yeah. you know, where our jobs are to work ourselves out. Work our, yeah, yeah. But that, I don't, it's, that's harder to do. Yeah. Um, and, and there's a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, the unfortunate <laughs> part, there's no shortage of people right now that are struggling. I think, yeah. Uh, you know, health and wellness are in high demand right now. There are so many people that are not feeling well, that are struggling with their health, that are kind of sick of the answers that they're getting, or maybe they're not getting any answers. And um, there's a lot of work to be done. So there's there's an abundance of people, and it's super rewarding for someone to regain their health. And, uh, you know, I'm constantly learning more, and so there's always more to share and more to learn. And, yeah. you know, then you can get past the point of, okay, now your health is really pretty good. Now let's talk about like longevity and biohacking and how to like really optimize your life so that you have health and, you know, health span and and lifespan kind of both. And so that's another fun place to get into. So there's, there's so much work to be done, but, um, as I sit down with people, I commonly find that they're, you know, things have gone astray for a long time and maybe they had the wrong information or they were mm-hmm. lacking information to really get, regain their health. And so they, you know, we all do the best we can with what we have available. Um, we've all kind of grown up to like trust our doctors and what they recommend and say, but sometimes within that construct of the health system and, you know, with the insurance companies paying yeah. for certain things and not other things, and there's a lot of money made on managing people's chronic illnesses. And so those things are really not in your favor 
Um, there's certainly a time and place for all of that, you know, and we have phenomenal emergency medicine and, and some specialists and such. But when it comes down to like the lifestyle driven chronic illnesses, like, you know, sometimes you got to go outside of the mainstream medical to really get the care you need to re resolve it and get the information you need to take control of your health. Otherwise, you just find yourself getting put on more and more medications, yeah. and more procedures, and it just kind of snowballs. And, and, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. It's, I think the frustrating part for me is, you know, the healthcare system in the United States is, in some ways, not set up to manage a lot of this chronic, chronic, chronic health issues. And it, we were spoiled where, in our corporate location where a lot of the silos in healthcare were, were kind of somewhat taken down mm -hmm. and there was a lot of open dialogue between different types of practitioners and, and, you know, the lens in which they look at in, in regards to an individual's health. And I think ideally, you know, a healthcare system, there should be some open dialogue and, right. and, you know, kind of a patient comes in and, and kind of cycles through that. But unfortunately, I don't, I don't think in a lot of healthcare systems, that's not the case. I, the only one that I can actually think that does something similar um, and unique to that is maybe Mayo Clinic. Yes. Yeah, um, the, them have to some like a, like a whole health kind of approach. Or right. They try to integrate more. Um, yeah, we certainly had a luxury where we were in constant contact, all of the providers and therapists and everything. So that right. we could try to, you know, we realize that you can't be all doctors to all patients. Right? right. And so there's a limitation on everything each of us can offer. And so when you yeah. start lining us side by side, that patient's getting a much more comprehensive um, approach. And some of it's just having practitioners that are more open and understanding of everything else that's out there too, versus just thinking, their way is the only way for right. a patient. And then sometimes that patient is limited in what they could, they could seek in the time that they needed and mm -hmm. so might be delaying care sometimes. So we had some luxuries where, yeah, it was a quick referral across the hall, you know, to yeah. get somebody on a different provider's schedule so they could start getting those services. And then we didn't have the cost factor. We didn't have insurance kind of directing, Hey, we'll pay for this, but we won't pay for that. Or we'll pay for a little bit of this, but not that. Or, yeah. you know, there was a little bit that we had to deal with, but not much. So that, that brings down a ton of barriers too. Um, and really, you know, I think about insurance, I always kind of bring this up because yes, there's a, the insurance is part of the problem. I, I think, um, I agree a hundred percent, but we've kind of also expected our health insurance, um, to do things that it's really not designed to do. You know, yeah. if we, I really think of like it being like sick care insurance. Right. And if you think about your auto insurance, you know, they don't pay for your oil changes, your tire rotations, your brakes on your car, your car yeah. washes, right? Like they pay for, if you get in a car accident, something catastrophic, that kind of thing. So our health insurance is kind of similar and it's not going to pay for you to get and stay well and to eat well and go to the gym and, you know, stay active and, all of those kind of things. So we've kind of tried to stretch it, I think a little bit too. And so sometimes I think that's unrealistic. Um, I think or, that's, that's a perfect explanation of how people I think should view their health insurance right. is, is like their, you know, kind of like their car insurance. It's, 
it's not there to, you know, like you just mentioned. You it, gotta maintain it, the vehicle. It, yeah. yeah, like it, it's on us to to do that. Um, the tricky part is like the premiums have gotten so high. So people yeah. feel like, man, I'm really paying a lot for this. Like yeah. it should cover more. Right. I agree in that space. Like it's definitely a conversation to start having about maybe you need to be opting for different insurance options with yeah. your, your you know, employers and such that give you more autonomy and more decision on how that money gets spent and you're spending less on the premiums. And so you and I are big fans of like an HSA yeah. policy where, um, without going down a rabbit hole on that, cause I, I love HSAs, but a lot of times your employer is going to give you free money every year to put into this account. Yep. And then your premiums are super low and then you can contribute to that pre-taxed. So then you're saving 20, 30% on your money right there. Mm -hmm. And it stays with you. It's a, it's a health savings account. So even if you leave that employer, you take it with you. A lot of people, if you're young, you're not going to the doctor that often. It's a great vehicle to start funding. And then you've got this investment vehicle for later on in life. And so, um, but it allows you the freedom, you know, to come in with a debit card or whatever, you know, HSA credit card and pay for things at time of service and get the cash prices. Yeah. So you'll find that, you know, you're getting the best price at, you know, some of these facilities um, because you're paying at time, the doctor doesn't have to do all the insurance stuff and um, you're going to get probably better care, honestly. And it's pretty liberal on what it covers. So there's a lot of things you can do with it. Yeah. And so I'm a big, big fan. And I think a lot of employers are starting to realize this is less expensive for the company, more benefit for the, the member. Um, but a lot of people don't understand how they work. So, yeah, that um, I think that's the hard part is the education of, yeah, this is how this works. And I don't know. I, I don't know if it, if it's a company's job. I, I, I would say no of education of their employees on how best, you know, kind of best to utilize that. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of hand holding. And so that, like that I talked to a friend of mine that worked in that space for a while and like, the employers want to offer these programs because yeah. they are advantageous for the company side of it too, yeah. right? They're looking at how much they're spending and yeah. they usually subsidize these insurance plans for the employees, but it's about teaching the, the employees what it is. A lot of people feel like, oh, if I have that, you know, PPO plan and mm -hmm. I've got, you know, this deductible and, you know, this copay kind of thing, it seems covered and predictable, but they don't realize they're spending thousands and thousands of dollars a year on premiums, whether right. they use that insurance or not. And so yeah. why not take that $3,000 and put it into a savings account for right. the year and then year after year it's growing. Right. You can roll it over yeah. from one year to the next if you don't utilize it. It's a little it, trickier so. if you have lots of little kids at home and you're, and they're sick often. You yeah. Feel like you're going to burn through it a little bit, but there's some ways to get, you know, plan for that too. So, but yeah, it gives the, it gives you the individual, um, the power to kind of, decide how that money's going to get used. And, uh, I think we make better decisions when we're spending our own money, mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, I think that's a good way to go. So, right. Yeah. Well, um, I think that's a pretty good, yes, I mean, we've got some we talked about insurance. Going. I mean, <laughs> You got me going, man. I feel like hey, I should no, I, I think have a side business selling HSAs, but I, I just, I see it. I think as it's a good. Fantastic way to approach your care. You can use it for, you know, direct primary care memberships, you know, with some of those practices, yeah. to, you know, all the out of pocket stuff, braces and glasses and contacts. And, yeah. It's, you know, it's a, kind of it's a, I personally use one. It's a win-win. So yeah, you can't, you know, you can't go wrong you know, kind of with it. So, 
Um, what else do we want to talk about? Do we want to talk about kind of what we want to do upcoming, kind of what our thoughts are on the podcast? Yeah, so I think this I mean, that's what people be... are listening to, right? I mean, right, they're obviously right, right. listening to this. Yeah, so I think we've got a lot to bring out this next year, both in topics. Some I think we'll get a little granular on some health topics this year. Mm-hmm. We want to bring a lot of people on the show that are experts in their wheelhouse and their space, so that we can, you know, let them share their um, talents with the world. And then, um, yeah, we might try to tell some patient stories and stuff too yep. over the course of this. I think that's always help when you can kind of relate to somebody's story and uh, that might be similar to yours. You know, cool. So, yeah. Well, I'm looking Stay forward. Tuned. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to a new year. Um, but that's going to do it for another episode of Aligned and Thriving. Don't forget to like and subscribe, share with your friends. If there's anything that you would like us to cover, to talk about, any guest that you think we should have on, shoot us a message on our social media or email us. Our emails are on our website at alignforlife.com. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Take care, guys.